0: Today's show is brought to you by Capilano Biotic Honey. Biotic Honey is 100% pure Australian honey that contains naturally occurring prebiotics. It's my favorite sweetener for tea, a key ingredient in my jalapeno lime margaritas, my secret to chewier cookies, and it's perfect for dressings or for drizzling over my morning yogurt. Best of all, Biotic helps support gut and digestive health with 340 milligrams of naturally occurring prebiotic oligosaccharides per serving. These prebiotics help nourish good gut bacteria, which is even more important for keeping us healthy during the winter months. You can grab your own Biotic Honey at Walmart and walmart.com starting at $9.98. Welcome back to another episode of the Fed and Fit podcast. My name is Cassie Joy Garcia. I am your host today and always, and I'm excited today because one of my online food blogging heroes is joining me. I am just tickled to welcome Catherine McCourt of Weelicious to the show today. If you're not familiar with her, she is the co-founder of of uh, One Potato Box, and she is also the brains behind Licious. Today, we're going to be chatting about encouraging adventurous eating with kiddos. Welcome to the show, Catherine. Thank you for having me on. I'm thrilled. Oh my goodness, I'm thrilled too. Thank you. Um, well, welcome to the show. I would love it if you would just kind of tell folks a little bit more about you, about your background, about your wonderful family, and what has really helped hone you into this uh, this passion project of encouraging adventurous eating.
1: So I started um, Welicious, which is my first company 11 years ago, and it was really um, based on the fact that I had gone to culinary school. I knew how to make like a gourmet meal, working in restaurants and catering companies. And then I had my son Kenya, and I was like, I can make like a three star meal, and I have no idea how to feed a baby or a kid, and you know how to make them a great eater and get them excited about food. Um, and it really became just a blog of 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 my journey, talking to other moms, um, trying to understand some of their same struggles. And then as the audience grew, and I had another child you know, I moved into toddler food and then family food and this idea of one family, one meal, because that's really is to me, the biggest struggle is as a parent, how do you get your kids to be excited about food, but also make it really easy for you. Mm -hmm.
0: That makes a lot of sense. We just uh, welcomed our first little one into the world. Uh, Grayson Joy was born in January this past year, and she just started eating some, and oh, she's, so, it's so darn sweet, Uh, but she's just started dabbling in some foods and I can kind of get a glimpse into that future of because Austin and I, I, I had this moment of reality set in the other night. I served us up uh, this meal that we were both really excited about. And I thought to myself, this is, I don't know that this meal would necessarily fly with a toddler. And so I need to really enjoy when I've got ultimate control and say over um, what shows up on the table. But I, I love the idea of trying to merging those two worlds together. Um
1: yeah. And that's the most important part is I feel like, you know, we think, oh my God, my kid will never like this. But you'd be surprised. Like my baby, who is my baby, she's three, um, but I still call her my baby because she's my third. Um, so, And she like loves jalapenos. She loves spicy food. Not in a million years would you consider that like kid food. Mm-hmm. But that's just like she being the third child, like we didn't, we were just like, sure, hate it. you want to try it? You want to make your you know, mouth on fire. And there she was just loving it. So I think that, you know, at every turn kids will surprise us.
0: Oh, I love that. And I did, I I watched her, uh, her evolution with the smoothies that you would feed her. And I constantly would be like, this is the darn cutest thing. I can't wait to make gray some smoothies. Um, Yeah. That's so fun. So what are some of your basic tips about really encouraging adventurous eating? Let's say if someone's listening and they have a toddler um, or someone maybe who is in elementary school and they really want to try to break the mold a little bit and get the kids to experiment a little bit more, do you have some basic things that you think would be good to start with?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it really is. It's funny whether you have a newborn, a toddler or um, an older kid, the the principles sort of are are, are really the same. It's getting kids to know what they're eating um, and know what the foods do for their bodies. So, you know, protein, fruits, vegetables, like you find them, go to a farmer's market and look up, uh, look at different foods. Let your child say, you know, you can pick anything that you want. And for a kid, that's like, (laughs) I can pick anything I want. That's like the most exciting thing in the world or even the grocery and um, look, look up the food, find out what, what the nutrients um, do in your body and make it like, or make it like, what should we, eat? should we take it home? Should we cook with it? Should we eat it raw? Because the more you can get a kid involved in knowing what their food is, where it comes from, the more that they want to try it and be part of you know, cooking and eating.
0: I love that. That's a really great idea. Go grab a piece of fruit and we'll make it happen. I imagine a lot of dragon fruits would wind up in a cart.
1: (laughs) It was pretty neat. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. But my kids, that's funny you said that because my son, when he was um, in preschool, I used to send him a dragon fruit and I would get these emails from moms being like, all right, so (laughs) Govan said there's like this purple thing in Kenya's lunch. What is it? Because he wants it. So, you know, it's it's a cool way to get kids excited.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. And then I know that, uh, tell me about smoothies. I know that that's something that y'all, y'all do pretty regularly. That seems like a really great way to sneak in other great micronutrients.
1: Yeah, it really started by accident. I mean, my husband and I had always been into smoothies and, you know, just really enjoyed them. Um, but my son had been going through weeks, months, really, of just not feeling good. Um, headaches, nausea. And we couldn't really figure out what was going on with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like talking to doctors and nutritionists and just trying to find out, um, you know, was I doing something wrong? And it turned out that I decided within one, one night, I read something about smoothies. Like, and I was like, well, maybe let me try that. And I came up with a smoothie sheet which was a list of fruits and vegetables and proteins and carbohydrates. And if you go on Wealicious, you could actually see it. Um, and I gave it to him and I was like, all right, we're going to have a smoothie for breakfast tomorrow. You pick anything on this sheet that you want and I'll make it for you. And within weeks of doing this, all, all of his symptoms were gone. <clears throat> and we realized that, like between you know i was he's a vegetarian, he has been since he was six years old by choice, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I realized that I was just giving him more bread and cheese and bread and cheese, and over time, just eating like that um, you know in his little body, he really wasn't getting all the nutrients that he probably needed, and especially at the beginning of the day, you know when we send our kids out the door and you know we're giving them like pancakes and cereal and sugar and you know, what they really need are these nutrients to really fire their brains.
0: Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, that's so inspiring. We'll definitely we'll link up to all of these things in the show notes so folks can have a quick click access to it. Today's show is brought to you by Larissa's Kitchen. Larissa's Kitchen protein snacks are made with only the highest quality meats, including 100% grass-fed beef. There are no preservatives, no added growth hormones, no MSG, and no nitrates. Larissa's Kitchen meat snacks come in a variety of flavors. My personal favorites are the Korean barbecue beef and the ginger teriyaki chicken. They're so tasty. I always keep a few in my purse and gym bag for a healthy protein filled snack when I'm on the go and I don't want to sacrifice quality ingredients. Larissa's kitchen products are available nationwide at leading retailers such as Target, Walgreens, Kroger, Publix, convenience stores, as well as on amazon.com. Use the code 20OFFLK to receive 20% off on Amazon. This is such a good deal. Again, that's 20OFFLK to receive 20% off on Amazon. Well, that's really fascinating. And then I would love also if you could share a little bit about um, thinking outside the lunchbox. I know that it was a book that you published in 2013 and you have been working uh, as uh, with Parenting Magazine about with your Snack Mom column. Correct me if I was quoting any of this, um, but it just, it just seems like you, I just, I can sit there. I don't have any kids in school yet and I will watch your videos of what goes in the lunchbox is mesmerized. <laughs>
1: That's sweet. You know, it really just was like me wanting. You know, it's, I, I look at you know meal time all day every day for kids for parents. You know, we should also be eating good. You know, good nutritious food, and and it just became this idea that like I wanted. You know, my kids are not with me at lunch, so I wanted to make sure that at least if I'm sending them with again the fruit, vegetable, protein, carbohydrate, just having that balance, um, that they would end up eating a variety of foods, and I think that. You know, kids are very different than adults where we eat so much when we're sad or mad or happy or good day, bad day. And kids really are just, you know, they only get 20 minutes to eat. We want to get as many nutrients um, as possible in their bodies when they're at school. So making, you know, sending them with nutrient-dense foods um, where they, you know, that are bite-sized too, so that they really, even if they're chatting with friends or, um, you know, just whatever they're doing, it's cool in that small amount of time that they have to eat their lunch. That, um, you know, that it's exciting and interesting, and there is a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I love that.
0: And would you say with at home? I mean, do you do? Do you tend to err on the side of trying to meal prep, or do you like to make things fresh? What's your personal strategy in your kitchen for the week?
1: Right. So, yeah. So on Sundays, I tend to try to do a little bit of meal prep, whether that's roasting vegetables, cooking chicken breasts in an air fryer, you know, uh, making some rice or quinoa. And then we have one potato uh, three days during the week, which absolutely saves me. And then on the weekend, you know, I can do a little bit more, like enjoy myself more um, with, with cooking, you know, when, I, when it's, when it's not, not so with work and good <laughs> schedule and so on. Yeah. Take a little bit more time with a beautiful roast or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. But I I do, I think that the the meal prep is really important for a lot of families, especially working parents, um, because it's the only way to actually get food on the table. And especially if you want to eat at home and make it healthy.
0: Absolutely. And this is a great segue into, I would love if you could share a little bit about One Potato with the listeners here.
1: Yeah. So One Potato is um, my organic, family-friendly meal company. And it really started from people just being like, you know, I have the Wheelicious Cookbooks. I have delicious Recipes. Just send me the food. And I, just, I just want the recipes <laughs> to my house. Um, and it's just been a total gift. We're in eight states on the West Coast. Um, all the food is organic and you get two or three meals you pick. Uh, and they take anywhere from 12 to 30 minutes. Um, and they're just made for families. So things that kids and adults want to eat. And you get to pick your meals every week. So it's a, another great way to get kids involved in, you know, picking the foods that they're going to eat. And they're, everything's really DIY. Because I find that like DIY meals where, you know, you put everything out for like chicken fajitas or tacos and let everyone build their own. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it makes it, you know, instead of like, here's a big plate of food and kids are like, well, I don't want that. So it it just makes them again, more active um, versus passive participants in the meal process.
0: That makes a lot of sense. That's so exciting. I can't, I remember back, I don't remember how long ago it was when you were talking about One Potato and correct me if I'm wrong, but did you launch it the same month that your youngest was born?
1: Is that right? Yeah, so Yeah. So I had the day Gemma was born was the day that we launched the first one potato box. So it was it was a very like alpha beta round where we were just, you know, really testing it. But it was it's like I'm a mother of three and it, one potato saves me every week. I don't know how I would get dinner on the table during the week if I didn't have it.
0: I love that so much because I was when Gray was born, I think it was two weeks before she was born, I got to the end of my to-do list, which I never thought would happen because she was almost uh almost yeah, two <laughs> weeks late. Uh, but I remember calling up my publisher and just saying, I'm bored, let's work on another book. <laughs> and so and we were, we're like, <laughs> And, uh, and you know, I want to feel like I want a tiger at the carnival at this stage in the game. She's nine months old and we're, we're in the editing process, but I just find that really just inspiring your whole message about wow. it. Really, I remember you saying it took a village and it gave me a lot of courage to just jump in, lean on the team, uh, and we can all see it through, but it's just, it's
1: been so neat to watch you build your businesses. Thank you, Thank you for saying that. You know what? If you do anything from passion, then hopefully it will succeed.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, Catherine, this has been so wonderful. Is there anything else that uh, you would like to talk about today? Any new projects you've got? Not that you don't already have your hands full, but anything uh, on the back burner?
1: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm working on the Smoothie Project Cookbook, which is going to be really exciting. I'm just putting all the principles of having a smoothie every morning, um, for breakfast. And, you know, if anyone wants to sign up for One Potato, um, we can, you know, give your audience a, a specific code to do that, or there's a little discount code at OnePotato.com.
0: Oh, that's so kind. Thank you so much. Well, I'll definitely connect with you and we'll get that included onto the show notes as long uh, with links to everything else that you've got going on. I cannot thank you enough for coming on and sharing about uh, just encouraging adventurous eating with kiddos, about the smoothie project, about being just such an incredible, inspiring working mom and about one potato. Thank you again.
1: Thank you. I'm so happy to be with you today.
0: Likewise. And everybody else, as always, you can find a full transcript over at fedandfit.com as along with all of those links in case you're driving and you didn't have a chance to jot anything down. Catherine, thank you again. I really appreciate it. And everybody else, we'll be back again next week.